0: What's up guys episode 26 of beef's beef uh I've got a few things to talk about about three minutes away from the uh biggest game maybe regular season game in louisville women's history 25 and 1 louisville cardinals on the road playing the 24 and 0 i believe uh yukon huskies uh, i know a lot of people don't really care about women's basketball uh, it's basketball to me man Louisville's teams uh, got it rolling. Uh, I don't think they'll win this one, but I think this one will show them whether they can keep it close going into the tournament. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Um, also going to be talking about the uh, Pittsburgh game. Uh, not very much of it because there's not really much to talk about. Um, and also going to be talking about the Cavaliers. And, you know what i kind of spoke on on friday so we'll start out with the uh pittsburgh game dangadell sits out the second straight game which uh with his ankle said that he should be back by north carolina which i would hope so uh we don't play north carolina until saturday so i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't think that that little tweak of his ankle would keep him out that long but you know something we'll see uh keep the eye on so Louisville went to Pittsburgh. I uh, already beat already beat them once. Uh, we beat them at home, and we beat the brakes off of them. Then um, first time we played them, we beat them. Uh, I think it was the second game of the conference. Uh, first game, of the first game in conference play, we beat them by twenty six in the U M Center, and then we go to Pittsburgh and beat them ninety four to sixty. Now, I don't I don't know what. Stallings has done to run this team kind of into the ground uh, I think Jamie Dixon definitely had the had the system going in the right direction um, I don't I don't know I, it's it's kind of crazy I know he lost a few players from graduation but he also had a few guys that didn't like him and end up transferring so um, this might be the worst ACC team that there's ever been like they're really really bad uh, but that game, uh, that Pittsburgh game, is really the last kind of easy game that Louisville has the rest of conference play. Uh, they do have UNT coming into the Yum Center next on uh, on Saturday at 8.15. Uh, surprisingly, they're number 14 uh, with like seven losses, I believe, which is kind of crazy to me to think that they just keep overranking this North Carolina team uh, North Carolina is nineteen and seven, eight and five in the conference. I don't know. I'm not saying that we're going to beat them. I think, or I'm not saying it's going to be an easy win or anything like that. I think we beat them. Um, and I, I think we beat North Carolina, but the fact that they keep overranking them because they beat Duke on the road or, or something like that. I mean, then they just lose to NC State last week, at home. Uh, I mean. They've lost two out of their last five games. They lost at Clemson and NC State, and then I think they lost the game right before NC State. And they're still fourteen. That's that's mind boggling to me. Again, this is a Louisville show. I don't know why. I'm Yeah, they lost uh, Virginia Tech by eleven. Lost to NC State at, at home by four in overtime. Then lost at Clemson by four. So I don't know. Yet Louisville can't can't even sniff the rankings. It seems like. Louisville has not it nowhere near as bad losses as North Carolina. and I mean, they've beaten Pittsburgh, Duke, and NC State the past three games. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the game opens up with North Carolina's a 51% chance of winning. And I don't see a line on it as of now. But uh, I think Louisville can definitely win this game. Just the th- it, the thing with Louisville is they got to control the they have to control the tempo and they have to move the ball if they move the ball which is something that's looked really good since dingadell's been out i'm not necessarily linking it to that but i'm also not going to take it away from it either um it definitely helps uh so going going to that north carolina game i think we needed these two games the uh the Pittsburgh game and the Georgia Tech game, we needed games like that. It's kind of like when you're playing at the beginning of the season and you have those teams that you know you're going to blow out, the gimme games. I mean, winning by 23 and 34 is something that you need to kind of do to get the team confidence back, to get it to where you have a lead towards the end of the game to where you can play guys that don't normally get to play to get them more experience. So uh, it's definitely something that the team needed. So um, I'm happy with it. I'm hoping the the team keeps – keeps with the upper trajectory that they're going in uh maybe getting dangadell back and him sitting and watching is something that's the best thing for him where he's like all right these guys can do it without me now let's see them do it with me hopefully he jumps in and is back on the team concept and i hope the whole team keeps the same concept that they had and just add another score to the to the thing so i'm watching highlights right now it is uh pretty close to game time here uh in, for the Louisville, Louisville and Connecticut uh, basketball game, uh, and they're showing highlights of Asia Durr, who quite possibly could be the best player in the whole in all of women's college basketball. Um, she's a monster. If you haven't gotten a chance to watch her, you definitely need to watch her tonight. Would be a good game to watch her. Uh, she's been stellar in a lot of the in the two big games that they've had so far uh, on the road at Ohio State and beating them, and then. Uh, at home blasting Notre Dame hopefully she can come up big on the road here again and give Connecticut their first loss to the season he uh, does say on here that Louisville has a 13 game road win streak dating back to last season 11 and 0 this season so hopefully it's something that that uh, along with giving Connecticut their first loss could could they they could continue um, Asia Durr I can't speak enough on her but not only Asia Durr you have to look at my Esha Hines Allen who's a monster inside uh both of them had <laughs> both of them had over 30 in the uh in the Notre Dame game at home where they just absolutely beat down Notre Dame uh, i don't remember what the final score was but i'm almost 100% positive they scored over 100 and you just don't see people beat the, beat Notre Dame down like that uh the final score was 100 to 67 which, if you see Notre Dame, they're always <clears throat> near the top. At the time, they were number two, and then they came to the Yum Center and just got absolutely beat down. So I'm excited to see how Louisville does tonight in stores. Um, Connecticut's always tough; it's just what it's just what they do. They 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 always play fundamentally sound. Uh, never gonna beat themselves. What's crazy is that looking back at. Notre Dame's schedule, they have one loss in the conference. That's to Louisville. Two losses overall. Their two losses are to Louisville and Connecticut. They lost to Connecticut at Connecticut by nine and then lost to Louisville at the M Center 167. Now, I'm not taking that – I'm not looking too much into that because I I watched some of that Louisville-Notre Dame game and we just couldn't miss anything. So, uh, who knows? Maybe that's what happens today. Maybe Louisville comes in there confident and just – blows the doors off Yukon. I've never seen it happen but who knows maybe it could happen uh, so tune in it's on ESPN2 I know this is gonna be after that uh, by the time you get to hear this anyway but I can't wait to watch it I've actually been looking forward to it all day uh, so with that um, I'm gonna I, I can't wait to watch this game I'm sorry I'm getting a little distracted <laughs> but I don't know if you guys got to check out yesterday, but uh, you got to see the new look Cavaliers for the first time yesterday, playing in Boston. Which um, I can't lie, I was I was pretty worried because you only have one practice before the game. Um, I thought that I said Friday. I thought that they made the right moves. I thought that they made a lot of good moves, Um, and they kept the pick that they got from Brooklyn that could potentially be a top five pick, which it would be great if it was a top three pick because if they could get Aiton or Bagley, that would be fantastic. Uh, but uh, you see all those players. You see the Clarksons, the Rodney Hoods, the George Hills, and uh, the, who was the other one? Larry Nance Jr. I mean, you see guys that besides George Hill are young, they're hungry, they're, they're willing to learn and play under somebody. And I'm not saying that everybody that plays with LeBron should be should be like, oh man, I just want to be enamored by the person that is LeBron James, but it's obvious that the guy knows what he's doing. He's been playing in the league since two thousand and three. And has been to the finals seven or seven or eight times. Uh he knows what he's doing. Now You go into Boston Garden yesterday and just absolutely manhandle the Celtics. And this is a Celtics team that you beat in the first game of the season. Um, But again, that was with Gordon Hayward going down in the first quarter. But just with the way Cleveland had been playing here lately, um, it didn't look good for them going into Boston. Um, I'm excited to see where the team's going to take. I'm not going to expect them to. Uh, I'm not going to expect them to play like this every game, obviously. Uh, but here comes the resurgence that everyone's looking for with this Cavaliers team. I mean, you get a lot of young guys, a lot of shooters. Clarkson can shoot, Hood can shoot, Hill can shoot. Nance is a, is an athletic uh, like Jeff Green tweener, which is one of those kind of type of guys that plays well with these Cavs teams so I'm excited man I'm excited for the young for the young talent and then um I think LeBron's excited as well I think that keeps him there Uh, I'm not really sure how it keeps him there contractually wise I know he has the player option but you gotta wonder whether he does he take the player option for 35 million or does he say hey let me opt out resign me for another one plus contract and let's sign for let's sign for less and go out there and get a free agent uh he may be past the age where he's gonna do that, but who knows let's let's see uh if he if he steps back and does that you know that now you get that that Brooklyn pick and you have somebody. Let's just let's just say it's top five. You're still going to get somebody pretty solid. A lot of places I've seen, uh, Wendell Carter was projected to go there. Wendell, Wendell Carter is solid. Uh, best case scenario is uh, is Bagley or Ayton, In my opinion, you get Bagley or Ayton on that Cleveland team. I could spell trouble for a lot of people. Um, so. Watch out for I mean obviously they're not gonna make him more trades or anything, but watch out for the contract year of LeBron because he could opt in, but he does have bird rights, so you never know he may take less money, sign get them over the uh, get them over the cap room and then can sign still because he has what's called bird rights. If you don't have if you don't know what bird rights means, uh, basically if a guy's been there for I believe it's three or four years. Uh, you can sign him when you're already over the salary cap. It's just a kind of, it's something the NBA instituted with like the Larry Bird, like the Larry Bird clause. It's it's something to where they try to get players to stay with certain, stay with their team for long amount of time, so you don't have players jumping around everywhere. So we'll see. Um, like I said, I do think he does resign and. Who knows? Maybe they become a major player for someone like a Kenneth Fareed or a Kemba Walker. Or maybe even both. Who knows? Maybe they try to throw their throw their hand in the ring for both of them and and just say, "Hey, LeBron, let's you know we got all this young talent. Let's add a couple more stars to, uh, you know, make a move and see what we can do." Uh, I don't. I don't think. Again, I, I don't think he's going to the Western Conference. I don't think he's going to LA. I don't think he's going to Houston. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I like I said. I think he stays in the East because I don't think he wants to face that juggernaut of a schedule all the time, and he doesn't want to face that in the playoffs as well. So, with that, I'm going to give you guys my beef. Um, don't know if you guys saw this today, but uh, there was a. It may not have come out today. It may come out yesterday. There was a report when this FBI stuff came out about uh, Brian Bowen's AAU coach uh, being linked in this FBI stuff. And uh, he was linked with Louisville and everything. And the FBI was saying that, you know, he did a lot of that stuff with taking the money and everything like that and it's a bad look obviously you know the university decided hey uh he wasn't we didn't want to keep him here uh brian bowen that is Uh, but to me i told you guys before um i didn't think we should have gotten rid of him Uh, and my beef today is still with that. I know this is the third time that I've brought it up, but the fact that his FBI or his AAU coach has now had all of his charges dropped by the FBI because either, I mean, we don't know the reasoning why, but you see that it's dropped, and then you also see the stuff that comes through with Patino's Timeline with the Terry Rosier Nike shoe and the warm up thing. It's starting to look more and more like Louisville was innocent. Now, am I going to retract away or the things that I've said about Patino? No, because there's still something there. And I don't know. I just. I, I don't know. I'm tired of all this stuff. I wish it would all go away. And the fact that we're still uh, a month a month past when we were supposed to hear. Um, about the banner and and everything like that is kind of ridiculous. Uh, we should have heard stuff a long time ago, and we still haven't. So, let's see. Uh, I'm I'm still still in here with the season. I'm hoping everything keeps working towards our favor, and and we can get a win against North Carolina and, and kind of use that. Uh, heck, maybe even get a win on the road in Cameron. That'd be even. That'd be lovely. I still think we need to work towards that double-buy. Double-buy always helps, even though what Duke won four games last year and won it. So, I mean, it's definitely possible to win without the double-buy, but so it's always easier when you got to play less games in less amount of days. So, um, I'm watching the game, by the way. Louisville's down 11-3 to already, uh, four minutes into the game. Hit a three to take the, the start the game, up three to nothing, and then let UConn go on an 11-0 run. So, we'll see. Um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know it wasn't that long but uh hopefully you got out some stuff from it there uh, keep looking out for more episodes uh, keep liking keep sharing everything like that uh, uh it is supposed to warm up this week so i want to say try to stay warm because it is supposed to be warm this week but it is supposed to rain so I'll try to stay dry I lo- uh again thank you guys for all the support and all that stuff and keep liking keep sharing have a good week